Hello and welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It. Uh, I'm Adam Lachance, student here at Osgood. And I am Professor Richard Haig. Hey, Adam, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. This is our season two launch uh, preface. It's very catchy named. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because we, uh, we didn't spend much time thinking about a catchy name. But we do have a new version of our intro song, yes, which that, I'm very yeah, that uh, comes right excited after this, about. Which is cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure the audience will be very upset and we'll lose our listening base. But Well, you know what? I, I, have you, I've had feedback on that intro song, the, yeah. the Tina Turner version. My, oh, really? So people say it's so catchy. It's like an earworm. They cannot get it out of their heads, which is good, yeah, I yeah. think. So that's true. And so then if we need and, to. We can. And didn't you, I? I I may be wrong, but didn't you introduce one episode by saying, "What well, it's Adam Lachance. This is what's love got to do with it." And then you had to correct yourself. I <laughs> did. I? Oh, anyway, the fact <laughs> is, I get stuck. Okay, I edit the podcast. Yeah. So I'm happy we're changing songs because I spend 95 percent of my life with Tina Turner's "What's Love." got to do with it stuck in my head right because i that's so you uh, i but, i know worse than anyone i just didn't know if it was that <laughs> well now you're gonna get stuck with our new version which yeah. again uh but it's the same song it's just a different version anyway enough about the By song the scissors right i believe it's yeah just... the scissors enough about the song but yeah season two is starting and uh it's just going to be more of the same we'll the good thing is we now should be able, we'll be able to have some first year students mm-hmm. on the show because I'm no longer teaching some of them, which it helps. It's and I think the idea is to have a few more guests from outside the law school as yeah. well. I think we might try and look at people who are thinking about going to law school. I might be able to line up. We're, we're in the works of potentially lining up a high profile guest for this season, uh, someone with a uh, Yes. Their own big podcast. Yeah. Uh, more on that later on. And I'm hoping to get a guest from, I, I'm, I'm only going to say it now and never again, because it's not true, but the, <laughs> the enemy law school, the U oh of T law well, school. Well, I won't be there for that <laughs> episode. Um, I know better. Yeah. <laughs> but generally, it'll just be more of the same chatter, the same laughs, and uh, hopefully a little bit of, educational yes. content for and those I'm gonna take this moment so this season is the season of the voicemail well, what uh, does that mean Adam that means that we will get a voicemail this season is oh. the hope so what I need you to do if you're listening to this right now I need you to pick up your phone and dial 681-443-7763 and leave a voicemail I might, you'll hear my voice explain to you exactly what to do. Okay. Leave us your questions. If you have a question about what's going on at law school, why this podcast is just so terrible. Anything. If you say it, I will play it and we will. Yeah. If it makes you angry, get on the phone. For sure. Let us know. What, you know, maybe what we might have to institute is you listen to radio lab. Have you ever heard radio? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So they always get the guests to phone in the voicemail to then go through the credits for the show. Yeah. We need credits for we the show. We need credits for the show. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're right. But we could write credits up and then get yeah. the guests to... There to, we go. We'll get them to call anyway, the voicemail. So yeah. it's in their speed dial. <laughs> but other than that, I think everything will be much the same. Yeah. Um, we look forward to getting into what law has to do with things. So enjoy season two, everybody. If you're in law school right now and listening to this, you might be an egghead. 
<laughs> wear, wear it with pride, I say. Yeah. Yeah. Nerdy. Mm. Nerds are Nerd. good. Nerds Whoa, are good. I wouldn't go Oh, okay. Far. It's different from you nerd. You crossed the line. Eggheads are enthusiasts. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Nerd. Versus nerds. nerds. Maybe it's more pathological. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm law student Adam LaChance. And today we're going to look at OCI's interviews and jobs, part two. Joining us, our guest today is Kevin Doust. Hello. Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am in my second year at Osgoode Hall, um, previously worked as an actor and writer and comedian in, in film and TV and on stage and just presently gearing up for the OCI process, uh, kind of interested in business and corporate law. There's sort of a bit of a crossover with the, the business of, of the self-employed artist and, uh, and and the business of law is just sort of on a grander scale, and I'm finding it sort of an interesting correlation. That's not funny at all. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm going to add that uh, Kevin is also a Dean's Fellow of mine. Uh, Dean's Fellows for first-year students, without getting into too much detail, are help, help and assist the professor in providing advice to students. So in my criminal law class. That's correct. We may have time to get into that later on, but we need to start with our... Theme of the day, oh, jobs, I guess. OCI. <laughs> OCI. Uh, so wait, I have one oh, comment yes. up front. So OCI is on-campus interview, but I just got an email. I live on campus, so I, was, I like the idea of this on-campus. But go I got an email on. telling me that it's on Young Street or something it's that I have to the, go It's through. at the reference library, which is not, it's may, maybe it could be considered a campus. <laughs> on a campus oh, interviews. The whole thing is a sham. Yeah. Starting with the name. Oh, on maybe it must have maybe it used to be on campus and now it's not. Whatever. I'm not. You can't have an O because then it could be off campus. Well, it, that's it, what it is just, now. Yeah. <laughs> just have a CI well, C- campus, campus interview. interview. <laughs> yeah. I didn't anyway, know that. I had to get that off my reference desk. library downtown. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Indeed, is it? It's all Osgood on one day, right? And then they do they. That's other what I've heard. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, U of T actually gives their students the day off classes for their OCIs. Which We're far more rigorous academically here. <laughs> We're far more rigorous. <laughs> no way, you. I don't. I don't slow down the class at they all. Only need to pa- they only need to pass, right? This is, well, there's no big deal it, if they oh, miss a U class. Of T, yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, I, I, what I did is, I, uh, Adam, did you do your readings for this week? By the way, the on-campus interview issue of the JD magazine. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. When I say yeah, I mean yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. In other words, you stuck with your usual approach to this podcast. Yeah, high level preparation. <laughs> okay. I like this JD magazine, by the way. I don't know if you're familiar with it either of you two. I'm not. Read it's it. Supposed to I be like for you. Artwork. I'm not supposed mm-hmm. to get this, but it's the, the tagline <laughs> is what you don't learn in law school. That's. I wonder if that's sort of what we do in this podcast. But anyway. So this is called the interview issue. And so what I did learn, which for your edification, both of you, Adam in particular, (laughs) is the reason. So it used to be in Ontario that you would interview for jobs halfway through 
second year, winter term. So that you would have grades from first year and one set of grades from second year. And all of that changed. And the reason why they are all now here in the fall of first, second year, which means you only have first year grades, mm-hmm. is guess, guess where that impetus to make that change came from. Uh, one angry student who launched a Supreme Court application saying it was unconstitutional. Okay, that's possible. Um, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to say uh, intense lobbying from the seven sisters so that they can uh, uh, say that higher grade averages um, are, are what supplies their recruits. Ah. Oh, I like that one. Indirectly, Kevin is right. Adam is wrong. I'm completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, but <laughs> that's because he didn't do his readings. Um, no, Wall Street. Wow. New York. Okay. Firms were poaching, apparently, good Canadian students because <laughs> they're not bound by any law society rules. Of, right. Of, Fair enough. Well, they're bound by their own law society rules. So they were taking, they were interviewing students in fall term of second year. Okay. And the seven sisters thought that oh, no, they were didn't. losing all their good students to New York. Interesting. Like, these students are crap. Like, so who was, then, I want to know so, who was but, but, around that time. So I said indirectly, <laughs> that's because then what they did is lobby the Law Society of Upper Canada to change its rules and make these things occur in the fall. So it all happened because of New York, through Bay Street, then through the Law Society, and now we're, we're where we are because of that. And the irony is that now New York does their interviews in August, which is oh, really do they? very funny. Yeah, I that like, is true. Yeah. They still get, so they they back still get theirs the up. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they'll like, just, oh, yeah, whatever this. we do here, they will just continue to do, to do that. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's true, because there was the, inter- the cycle for uh, I didn't, New York. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that, but that is funny. Well in advance. Yes, well yeah. in advance. So anyway, so that's why you have to go through this rigmarole early on in your career. And as we talked about last time, the fact that you're being... Basically, you're being boxed in a or slotted in at a certain point so early in your career is is cruel, cruel and unusual punishment. Maybe I'd say. Wow, are we? Is this the application part? (laughs) (laughs) This is the constitutional argument to the Supreme Court of Canada that OCIs are cruel and unusual punishment. I have to choose. I either prepare for the interview or I start drafting the application. So it's kind of I have to make that decision pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so but both of you are going through with it. Tomorrow or Friday, or right? Tomorrow yeah. and Friday. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I've definitely, I mean, obviously it's a stressful and high stakes situation. Um, but I've heard from people who've graduated. I've heard from other upper years that it's really, it's not the be all and end all of your law school career or of your law career. Um, it seem, It seems like it's, I don't know if this is putting it a little bit too low on in, in terms of importance, but it seems almost like it's the most convenient way to get a job. Uh, you know, they come to you kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, where else can you go? You go to one-stop shopping for interviews for, uh, you know, a dumb, like, I don't know how many stalls are set up in these. Remember we talked about the boudoir last week. Yeah. Um, the speed dating. Yeah. Yes. Um, do we know? Do you know how many actual firms and government agencies participate? No, in? actually, I'm gonna be in shock know. when I arrive. Yeah, I have one interview, and it's gonna be like trying to find it. I feel like it's gonna be the real Needle struggle. So I have to be there, like, because <laughs> yeah. knowing me, I'm gonna be there like 
two and a half hours early to find right. it. Uh, I'll be in the building and I'll be lost still for a good couple hours. But everybody hours. will think that you're there for a huge amount of <laughs> yeah. time and they'll be like, man, oh. he must have been interviewing <laughs> with hundreds of employers yeah, Look by the sweat on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So, Kevin, maybe having this, maybe talking on this podcast is going to help kind of just make you chill, relax a little. I think so. Probably. It's yeah. sort of, yeah, it, it's... It's kind of a healthy reminder that, for one thing, a lot of people are going through the same thing and everyone's worried and uh, the firms don't want you to be a nervous wreck. You know, they don't no. they don't want you coming in and sweating this whole day. They they they're stuck there all day, too. Yeah. Um, the ones that do are for a different person than me. That's also right? <laughs> part of it is finding that personality. fit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And because yeah. I'm sure there's I know. There's these people in the world that they go through something like OCIs and they have a terrible experience and it becomes their single goal in life to be on the other side of that table and give someone else <laughs> and repeat that experience. I feel like, I, feel like I, I was in the military for a little bit of time when I was younger and I feel like that is the whole motivation for staying in the military. This is just, <laughs> this is one just a day, quality of humankind. Yeah, yeah. Yes. One day I will be the guy yelling at me it's just and it'll like, be it's amazing. The long game, the revenge, yeah. playing the long game. But I think you're right. I think you're right, Kevin. Um, I think they're they really just want to see that you're a regular person, right? Hopefully, it turns out like this, where it's just uh, it ends up being just a chat, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I'm sure it would be with some. Yeah, as, as mm -hmm. Adam says, you never know though who's going to be on the other side of the table. That's true. Uh, I, but I guess it's supposed to be like I understand that we're all fighting for position with these places, but to some degree, we're, we're actually meeting individuals from these firms. Yes. In these interviews, right? Yeah. So to some degree, they're interviewing with us. In the way I like to think about it. Now, it may not be the greatest strategy to think, oh, well, you, I, I'm not impressed with you. But at the same time, if I, my interview, if, if I get blindsided on an interview and they say things that I think are ridiculous, like, for example, I'm doing a crown interview. Mm -hmm. So this, I've been told that there's substantive aspects to these interviews. Apparently, it gets a little more intense on if you get called back. But if I'm getting asked questions that I don't know the answers to, and because I don't know those answers, they don't want me to be at their firm. Then maybe I don't want to be at their firm. What What am I What am I yeah. supposed to do? Like if I if yep. I, I only know what I know, and I can only learn as fast as I can learn. If they're not willing to give me a shot on that, then what's the point? Why Why would I want to be with them anyway? And, and maybe that helps. Also, you feel a little bit more relaxed because you're saying to yourself, "I want to know whether I want to work with these people." So, I, as you say, I am interviewing them as much as they are interviewing me. Maybe that might be a good way to approach it. I think so. Yeah, I think if you go on the presumption that you trust in your own preparation and that, yeah. you know, you know, you're the, yourself and you know, you're going to prepare in, in the way that you would prepare. Then I think that's definitely true. I think, I think you can see, you can see personality traits from these firms. You can see the types of questions they might ask to indicate maybe the type of work you'll end up doing mm -hmm. and whether, you know, if, if you've prepared, if, if you haven't looked at these things, maybe you're not as interested in them. Yeah. As, mm -hmm. as you would be. Well, don't let that be your excuse for not preparing. Of course, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's, it's not like a podcast. <laughs> there's two things in life. There's podcasts and there's everything yes, else. Yes. But so one thing I, I'm going to end off on this before we move on to other, maybe even the dinners and things. But uh, okay. in terms of there's a part of this article that says the alternative. And I'm really, I don't like to give a plug to anything or anyone or anybody in this podcast. But there is a. Sever Hutchinson. Yeah, we, well, yeah, you're right. I guess I should. But <laughs> so Blaney McMurtry does not uh, follow the OCI process. And here's why. Because, is that a firm? Yeah, sorry. Okay. It's a, 
firm. And I think Craig it's a kind of medium-sized firm. I don't okay. know if I know much more than that. But what happened for them was, over as it happens almost every year, you hire summer students and then they're supposed to stay on to article, but occasionally you lose a student or two. And so what they had to do, and it doesn't say when, but I assume this is probably you know five years ago or so, they ended up having to interview later on because they were missing some students that they thought would they had the full complement. So you're saying mm-hmm. the goal is summer article. Yeah, but then the summer basically most firms will just say if as long as you're not a disaster, you'll you'll get an articling job with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't know. Sorry. That. So yeah, that so when but occasionally some students find something else to do and so they summer, but then they don't come back to article. So Blaney said, Okay, well obviously we gotta interview people. And now our pool is poor because we're missing all those great students that got snapped up in the OCIs. We're missing the ones that went to New York. Turns out they realized after, you know, monitoring this for a few years that the students they've picked up late were just as good, if not better, than the ones that they interviewed and got in the first part. So they've decided, you know what, we're not, we're removing ourselves from this process. We're not going to interview people after only one year of grades because it doesn't make any difference. So they make, they're proud to sort of promote themselves as being mm. not part of the OCIs. And I think that's a, that's a good thing. They're taking a stand, again, in, in other words, against this whole machine that, that exists. And I, I think that's a good thing. Um, I wish more firms would do it. I think they say here, uh, the firm has never looked back. They still get 400 applications, but they, and they interview 40, and they pick the top seven, but they don't. And that's, you know, after the rest of the firms have already picked up their students. So uh, I won't. Then the very last line is I, this is the lawyer at uh, Blaney. I won't name any names, but I've been getting calls from other firms who want to know if we regret pulling out of the process. And I tell them the same thing. It's going really well. So you would hope maybe some other firms, that's what's going to be required to change this is a whole series of firms kind of pulling pulling out of the process saying mm-hmm. we don't need to do this. I, I don't, as, and, and of course you're right. The seven sisters yeah. dominate the, uh, I think for a lot of firms, what happens. I think you, know? you have to agree to, uh, to the premise that it makes no sense to interview people so early, which I don't think is that hard of a, a argument to agree with. Um, but if, because you'd have to, if they are getting like, are, is there better quality individuals based on interviews after first year? Maybe. Yeah. It's a bit like getting, possible. it's like picking Lionel Messi at age 12. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. But he, yeah. well, he turned out to be great, he but, turned out but, great. Yeah. but they never tell you how many other 12 year olds yeah. they had. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who didn't do so well and are nowhere, not even playing professional soccer. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like it. But I can go interview with them after. Yeah, so now you know, right? Yeah. So I've just given you another firm that you can, you know, you can say, oh, I'll try for them. And that doesn't even have to involve the OCI. I the podcast and be like, you didn't know who we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they don't know you're well, Adam. Could, yeah, that's true. I could edit this thing. Damn. A distinctive voice. Just like get a filter on that. And then yeah. You're, yeah, you're set. <laughs> Anything else to add before we move on? Uh, what are you going to eat tonight? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a pasta my, dinner? My, pre, my pregame? Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the, I'll get the fast carbs in, in the morning. And then okay. no, I'm, I'm honestly, uh, speaking of food, the whole dinner portion. I don't know if that's another segment of, of Oh yeah. The it's, it's definitely in the uh, article. I don't, yeah. Uh, that the dinner portion of 
the OCI process or the, uh, I guess this would be then infirm interviews rather than the OCIs themselves. That's stressing me out. Just the potential for, for gaps in conversation or dropping food or ordering the wrong thing. Coming off the wrong way. Coming, oh mm-hmm. man, just. I come yes. off the wrong way all the time. First impressions. <laughs> Give me a week, I'll be your friend. <laughs> right, yeah. Day one, I don't know. Well, we talked like, about that last time about how first impressions are, they're, well, you should never base things on first impressions. Although I remember that TV commercial, you only have one chance to make a first impression. It's true, but what's wrong with a second, third, fourth, and fifth impression? Um, yeah, I, I, I never went through that, so I can't really say. I would not like to have dinner with senior lawyers who are you know, scrutinizing your every move and wondering what you order and are you drinking? But I feel, you know, all that, of that is just the only way crazy. it makes sense in my head is the, the scenario I laid out before where they just, they went through this and they want to impose it on you now. Like, can, would you ever take, would you ever enjoy sitting down at a table at your firm and, and watching these people that want to work for you just sweat? No, <laughs> and it's cruel. Patting their heads with their, with their cruel and unusual uh, napkins. It doesn't, it's, I don't, and what, I don't get what it. What benefit are you getting out of that? Uh, again, you know, if, if a person can eat a great dinner, does is that it, mean they're going to be a good lawyer or what? Is what it a persona you, thing? Like, is I, it, think, I think I might be trying to disarm them, you know, get their guard down. And mm. potentially, I, I feel like for a lot of Bay Street, a big part of the job is going to be client meetings and, mm. you know, taking people out for dinner to recruit them as clients. Um, so they probably want to see that you can schmooze, schmooze a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, that makes sense. If they might have to train you on that. I don't yeah. Know, can they? That would be a fun That's professional development. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. My advice to you both, if you, if you do get one of these dinners, so is uh-huh. to really, instead of ordering alcohol, which they, they want you to do, I think, cause they think that alcohol is a kind of, well, it is, it's a, you know, universal drug, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, but if you, I don't know if any of you have seen the movie Victor Victoria, you, what you do is you order a glass of milk. Milk. Cow's milk, monsieur, or mother's milk. How about your sisters? And <laughs> see what their reaction is. Because <laughs> it'll either, you know, it'll, if, it'll backfire completely and they'll say, we're not hiring that person. They, he ordered milk. <laughs> or they'll say, what an interesting character. There's, a, there's somebody that could fit in with our firm. Yeah, didn't, that's how you didn't. test if you want to work for them. Do yes. they care about your yes. milk? Do they care about whether you order milk? Do, they then do you have to be milk guy for like the rest of your career? <laughs> yeah, they'll call you that's milk right. man. They'll say <laughs> you wear like a white sport jacket and, and like black and, pants yeah, all yes. the time. That's <laughs> like your, your move. And you gotta have a, you'll have to have a good response to the question. You you don't you drink milk at dinner? You don't drink wine? What? There's vodka in the milk. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a white that's Russian. White Russian. Yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, yeah, you know what? We may have to have you back, Kevin, before those dinners so we can uh, ease, your, ease your conscience. I, I'd, I'd be happy to. We're mobile, so we could go to yeah. the dinner. We can, oh, that's... <laughs> we I'll, set I'll, up pitch, a, I'll pitch this tomorrow, yeah. yeah. What okay. a great idea. We'll find out where they're eating, like Canoe or one of those yeah. big restaurants. We'll just set up a this thing in the side, book a table. Whoever these people are, you're not doing OCIs. What, what was the firm called? We should reach out Jane to them. McMurtry. Tell them, you know what? You don't need to do OCIs. We'll set up our podcast booth. 
at the OCIs. We'll talk to everyone for you. Well, we'll edit people. it up. We'll send, <laughs> yeah, that's we'll send it over. Just the whole thing is me talking. I could really use a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <clears throat> All right. One of the things that we're going to introduce starting with this episode is uh, sort of weekly events, things that have happened. And oh, it'll nice. usually it'll be me, as obviously, but it doesn't have to be me. It can be things that have happened to you, Adam, or the guest. But I have to, so I'll start off though. This, uh, I have to tell you this story because, so I, in my criminal law class, I like to ask the students after the break to uh, just somebody to give a joke. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I did I that this. Your Yeah, you did. Week. Yeah, I think Michael might have. <clears throat> Michael it for supplied everybody. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael typically was, I think 80% of the jokes came from Michael. Is it? Nice, nice. Uh, anyway, so they've been giving me jokes throughout the last few weeks. And I, I realized most of them come from one particular uh, website, but that's fine. Anyway, student, yeah. student put, fine. Student put, <laughs> yeah. well, I know it's lazy. It's Write lazy. your own jokes, everyone. Yes. Yeah, I know. We would, I would like some of handwritten jokes, but anyway, this time a student put a hand up and said, and I, I, why, I thought she was going to tell a joke, but she said, mm. uh, professor, can we send you memes? And that kind of, I was taken aback when I said, well, yeah, if they're funny. <laughs> and the idea is that it's supposed to be a joke. So, by all means, send memes if they're funny. And then another student right next to says, Professor, do you know what memes are? <laughs> and I could uh-huh. tell in his head he was thinking, memes are pretty, you know, they're a millennial thing. I don't think professors, old guys like Haig know what memes are. <laughs> so I, and I, but of course I do know what memes are. But I didn't want to, I, I wanted to, so I, I was, so I'm not supposed to tell the listeners our conversation we had right before this podcast where you asked me about memes. Well, that was right? no, <laughs> no, no, no. So what are memes? <laughs> yeah. exactly. I, I, Googled I need it. to make a presentation. No, I thought I came up with a good answer. I said, oh, well, I just actually just read about what memes were yesterday. <laughs> and they all laughed. Anyway, That's good. That's so, good response. but it's funny that, again, it ties back to our, one of our earlier episodes about what students think of professors. I am, as I say, I'm sure the student thought that this old white guy doesn't really know what memes are. Um, That's like one of the worst things that could happen to you in today's society. What not knowing a me- what a meme is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, or becoming a meme? Or be worse oh, than oh, that? Beca- okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. Let me take that back. Well, the second worst thing. Is <laughs> becoming, becoming a meme. A meme. <laughs> you could ask for memes of you in your oh, teaching classes. I, I don't. Because I feel like you I could, do not want to become <laughs> no, a meme. Yeah. It's like uh, Bill Cosby's. You ever? You, did you know Bill Cosby's website? Like his PR team uh, said, like meme me. Oh, <laughs> essentially, oh. at the worst timing possible <laughs> uh, when yeah. things were just starting to boil up. Uh, that was up. a that was a mistake. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it could pay out like that. It could be pretty hilarious. Well, so I did get sent a few legal memes. Okay, and then of course I Google. There's a whole law, uh, a whole website devoted to legal memes. Did you know that a Facebook meme website? There's a Facebook There's, page. Yes, we're on. What uh, is it? Law law meme. Law memes. L a w l. Yeah. Yes. For aspirings. Supreme Court justices. I think it's Justice Supreme. So Justice Supremes. Ah, it rhymes. Oh. See, I'm, oh, I'm, I did not know that. So yeah. what? What can you think of an example or two that are on there? Um, uh, reasons to go to law school is on the back of the book, and then it shows the front of the book. It says, "I suck at math." Oh, okay. That's a good one. I yeah. think that one yeah. was funny. <laughs> There's some really good ones on there. Actually, it usually gives me some joy. Oh, so you see, so you, you, well, clearly you're up on these memes. I don't even know what a meme is. <laughs> Was that part of my homework? <laughs> see, I did know. I knew the technical 
term why we how memes came not i i i would i'm probably getting it slightly wrong but basically it was a sociologist who invented the idea that we have dna which trans translates genes oh, from yeah. generation to generation and memes were the cultural equivalent of genes and that's where it first uh, I, don't I think, think I knew this that. Was, yeah it's see fascinating. i wanted to say that to the student but i just didn't want to sound like a big egg <laughs> yeah that's fair that could have come off wrong so I so instead I'm in a big egghead right here. In the yeah. Podcast, so. Now I you saved it for me. I, I appreciate it. Podcasts are for eggheads. I yes. Oh, is, so are they? The clientele. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I everyone. I never knew that Welcome. when I started this. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, to break this to you, but look in the mirror. Just no, ask yourself no. a hard question. Especially a podcast about law school. You're really, uh, you know, a pretty thin slice of society. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. The fact if if you're in law school right now and listening to this. You might be an egghead. Wear it, wear it with pride, I say. Yeah. Yes. Nerdy. Mm. Nerds are Nerd. Good. Whoa, Nerds are... I wouldn't go Oh, okay. It's different from you nerd. You crossed the line. All right. Sorry. That's, Sorry, that's just... another meme I did not know. Right. The difference between nerds and eggheads. Eggheads are enthusiasts, I feel, okay. maybe. Oh. Nerd. Versus nerds. nerds. Maybe it's more pathological. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's more pathological. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, since I teach criminal law, pathological... Criminal law memes. It's, I think we've come around to the end. Maybe, yeah, uh, the, maybe there's a meme about OCIs that we can squeeze in here, but I don't know. Doubt it. Yeah, OCIs are lame. <laughs> hey, they're great, I, and I can't wait for all of mine. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. and next week the disaster that was my OCI yes, interview. Yes, that'll be the topic. <laughs> but look for our uh, podcast booth outside the OCI. <laughs> yeah. outside each dinner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll interview whoever wants to come by. I could just see us on the side of like a busy Toronto street with like this sign. It's like, OCI's suck. Convince me otherwise. Or one of those like that's tables. A, that's a meme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> there you go. And you enter the booth here and that's, this is what you get. This yep. little sound. Are we uh, good for oh, time? Oh yeah, there? we're good. We're done. Okay. We're done. <laughs> okay. We nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Kevin. That was fun. Thanks a, thanks a bunch. Woo!